everybody, I'm Ray. And I'm Paul. And we are... Falconauts! Because we choose to be that way. Most days. Especially today. <laughs> but anyways, we have a special guest on today. We have our Alconautic Intelligence Officer, or as we call it, the Alconautic Intern, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, guys. How's it going over there? Oh, not too bad. Can't complain. It's a good day. <laughs> it is a good day. I get a sense of deja vu for some reason, but I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways, um, why don't you oh, tell man. our audience uh, a little bit about yourself? Awesome. So... I'm Jackie. I am a quirky mom of four who just loves to know things, and I'm a little obsessed with uh, trivia facts, so that's why I'm here. <laughs> and uh, with Jackie being on board, what we're going to do today is we're going to present to you five quirky facts about beer and alcohol. But before we get into that, uh, we're going to go. We're going to show you guys what the process is. So I'm just going to point over to here. And that is the process. Uh, Ray, do you have the tail of the tape for us? I do. This week, we have got Zane lost his avocado bag from the Refined Fool Brewing Company in Sarnia, Ontario. So what this one is, is a Brute IPA. So this is a new one for us. We've done some IPAs, but we've never done a Brute IPA. Um, this falls in at 76 ABV, so it's a strong beer. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's your, from what I understand, your straight up IPA, but it's got a bit of a kick and it's going to be very champagne-like. So right. they're saying it's a pale, dry, bubbly delight. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, crack these guys open because uh, as always, I am thirsty. <laughs> Oh, I can smell the hops and a little bit of citrus in there. Golden Alrighty. in color as it's coming up and nice and clear. It is that. beautiful looking. Yeah. Ooh, look oh, at that. Look at that pour. Very nice. It is very, very bubbly. Now you're saying this is an IPA and a strong beer? Yeah, it's a, uh, I think traditionally a lot of IPAs fall in that strong beer category because a lot of, a lot of IPAs are five, like considerably more than 5%. I mean, we've seen IPAs in the 8% range. We've seen them in the 6.5% range. So what makes this a strong beer? Well, I'm assuming it's because of the alcohol uh, by volume number that we've got on that. I don't know where that category starts. Like, is it at 6%, 6.5? I'm not sure. I've never really looked into that. So, you know what? Let's, uh, let's have our initial taste. Let's find out what this thing is all about. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. And cheers, everybody. Cheers, all. Mm. 
Oh. That is, that's pleasant. That's, yeah. uh, that's not what I thought was going to be, to be honest with you. No. Um, my initial thoughts is I get a, a sweetness to it, and then I get a hint of the hops. So it's a very nice combination. I can't quite put my finger on what that taste is. There's a little bit of citrus in there as well, but uh, it's it's sweet, it's pleasant to taste, and it's pretty smooth. So uh, so far, I'm liking it. Uh, Jackie, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's honestly it's not too bad. The fruity sweetness is very light to it. Um, yeah, it definitely still has like a distinguishable like beer feel, but there is something a little bit more to it which i like it's got some nice flavor in there so yeah we'll see how it goes down i like it okay and right what are you thinking initially yeah it's uh initially yeah it's a it's a it's a very bright uh light ipa now i use the term light not in terms of you know the alcohol content of course because it at being 7.6 it's one of the higher beer higher content beers that we've had um but it's got a very light um light flavor um it's quite quite effervescent you know hence being called a brute which is similar to a champagne um okay. and yeah it's a, it's a citra hops so it's a it's a hoppiness that i really enjoy um i really like the ipas that use the citra hops so um yeah it's good and with that being said um jackie uh, as we mentioned before uh, you have some cool, quirky facts about beer and alcohol. Why don't you start us off with fact number one? So uh, actually something, Ray, said just really kind of fits into this. Um, I actually would love to talk about hops. Um, hops is so kind of integral when it comes to beer. Back in the day when it was originally used in beer, it was used as a preservative to actually keep the beer longer so that people wouldn't have to worry about making new batches or just having it get sick you know get sick from drinking your beer and uh the amazing thing about it is they're actually little flowery um kind of buds that they use in it they filter them out but the essential oils from inside stay inside the beer which can add the bitterness and also different flavor profiles which um as ray said this one has a very citric profile to it because more than likely of the hops um inside it and there are different flavors you can get just depending on which ones you use well, that's yeah. a good start. That was a great start to our quirky facts about beer and alcohol. Um, Jackie, what's number two? Awesome. So something that a lot of alcohol drinkers uh, tend to like is deep fried food. Um, it's absolutely fantastic if you have a hangover or while you're still drinking. It's fantastic. And uh, a really cool thing is that um, in Texas at the state fair in 2010, the winner of the deep frying contest was actually deep fried beer, which is uh, very interesting to think of a, a liquid, a drink being deep fried. And uh, what they actually do is they take a little dough and they make it into basically a ravioli and you can put the beer inside it and then just deep fry them or even pan fry them if you wanted to make it at home. That That's just cool. Blows my mind. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Deep fried beer sounds yeah. so awesome like now, I, yeah, I would imagine right i would imagine that that could be like a like a bomb inside there when you throw that in the fryer if you don't get all the air out of that pocket do they do they do it from frozen do they freeze the beer 
How do they make these things? Um, from what I've seen, there are a few different recipes, but the one that I was able to find, uh, it was all just done just like room temperature, more or less. Um, I, I actually do have a link for one of the recipes from WikiHow. It seems a relatively easy one to make at your home versus maybe what they made at the fair might have been more complex, I'd imagine. And we reserve, we reserve the right to uh, not take on any liabilities from these things exploding in your deep fryer. So, Absolutely. Yes. Definitely make at your own risk if, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you if you throw those into your deep fryer and, yeah, it, it blows up your entire kitchen, didn't hear it from us, guys. But the recipe that I, that, uh, I saw is uh, pan frying it, which looks like it'd be a little bit, um, like, it, it looked like the oil wasn't even fully covering it either. So, like, it might be a little bit easier to kind of manage the safety level of that one <laughs> sure you can use a, a shallow frying pan that's got a lid so you can throw that lid on there like a shield to protect yourself <laughs> that's yeah. not necessarily yeah. deep frying it, it says in the name deep fry yeah i think that they uh they lessened it a little bit to make it easier for people okay i'll tell you what let's have a, a couple sips and uh let's see if our opinion has changed since our initial so cheers guys mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. All right, Jackie, what's your, your initial thought on this? Or second, secondary hmm. thought, sorry. Secondary thought. Um, I think I can uh, feel a little bit the extra alcohol content, um, like as you're drinking and I think you can feel it hits like just a little bit more. Um, it's still... I think a relatively nice like flavor. I think it's something that you would be able to drink if you are a big beer drinker or be able to drink if you really don't care that much for beer. I, I honestly think it's a it's not bad at all. I like it, yeah. What about you, Ray? Yeah, um, I'm still finding it like, it's gonna sound weird, but light and bright um, for a strong beer to say that. Um, I think if these were really, really cold and it was a hot day, they'd be super yeah. dangerous. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. You'd end up losing your avocado bag. <clears throat> that maybe that's what happens to Zach. That's Zane. Yeah. Zane. Zane. Yeah. Or Zane, yeah. I don't think I don't Why think it's Zane Zane an avocado bag. bag, but Yeah. What is an avocado well, bag? It's a bag either a bag avocado. printed like avocados like this or a bag full of avocados perhaps. Maybe both. I would assume I would assume the latter of, of your statement. <laughs> but uh, you know, from my perspective, in regards to this drink being a light beer drinker that I am, it is smooth going down. I am finding that the hops are starting to come out. They're a citrusy kind of hop, from what I can tell, mm -hmm. um, and it lingers in the aftertaste. And that's my that was that's always my my thing is the the, the lingering taste. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It's going down really well. I got a feeling that uh, alcoholic uh, uh, ABV percentage is going to start to get to my head if it already hasn't. So <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> let us continue on our quest for knowledge, and so? let us move to let us move to the third quirky fact about beer and alcohol. Alrighty, um, this plays in also to what you just said. Um, there was a list of the 13 strongest beers. Uh, this came out last year, so it's relatively recent. And uh, the strongest one, number one, was actually a 
beer had the alcoholic content of 67.5 percent which is crazy (laughs) that is crazy who in the right mind is making beer that's 67 percent that would be the scottish um it actually comes from uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, actually Brewmeister's Snake Venom beer. Um, yeah, it's it's supposed to have a really hoppy kind of malty carbonated taste, but it's supposed to be. They say it's better sipped like a like a spirit than drank like a beer, which, at that alcohol content, you would assume so. <laughs> you know? It's it's funny because I, I expected that beer to come either from the, like one of four places: Scotland, Germany, England. Or Australia. Yeah, the list had um, actually of of the thirteen on the list, six of them were from Scotland. Um, there was a couple from Germany, and I believe it was the Netherlands had um, was up there as well. You know what? I I can't even fathom what this thing would taste like. I, I would assume it just tastes like turpentine or something, a hoppy turpentine. I'd <laughs> love to taste it. I would so love to try it. Mm. If you guys want to see us drink. A high volume alcoholic beer. Let us know in yes. the comments down below. Um, I don't know how much this is going to cost, but I got a feeling <laughs> it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know it's funny. Yeah. We've got on on our, our Instagram um, page. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of international followers. So I'm going to post a question there um, and see if we can find you know something. If anybody out there happens to know of something in that we can get in Canada that's got. That's got that kind of alcohol yeah. content, beer wise. Maybe even one of your uh, international followers has tried one of these, you know, very strong beers. Maybe they can kind of exactly. let you know what you're in for. <laughs> Not a good idea. A little, uh, a little warning, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Honestly, though. You get a message from one-eyed Pete. Arr, don't take it. <laughs> don't do <Yeah>. it, guys. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> All right, let us move on to fact number four. This ties in really well to what we were just talking about because it's all about Europe. Um, back in the day, they used to actually make a beer soup in uh, medieval Europe. Um, you might be able to find something where you put beer in it, but back in the day, they actually had real beer soups. And uh, now, in in more recent times Europe, you can actually go to certain spas and they will literally bathe you in beer as a physical and mental therapeutic, you know, solution to your problems. I'm in. Sign me up. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Yeah. Uh, How do we, how do we get this done? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Open the borders. I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The question is though, do they, do they use the same beer bath for each person or like is it like is it like do they change it because that's oh, a lot yeah, of beer good. to go through yeah the last thing i need is someone else's like uh, dri- dead skin in beer on me oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh one would hope it would be changed uh, every time but then uh that sounds like it'd be like a really expensive experience <laughs> Maybe you'd rather just go to the pub for the night, but you know, <laughs> either yeah. or. Well, you never know. Sometimes you get the recipe a little bit messed up when you're when you're brewing, and you know, yeah. just sell it off. Uh, you know, ten cents on the dollar for you know the, yeah. the spa that's using <laughs> yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that or they just water it down a whole lot and you know take like one can and like fill it to your whole tub or something exactly so you did mention beer soup um is that like was that an actual soup with beer in it from what i can see it was it was actually like the the base of it was actually just made out of a beer as many people know back in the day um beer and and liquor was used in like instead of water a lot of times just because it was actually safer the alcohol actually protected them from some of the you know byproducts in the water well, i've had a i've had a guinness cheddar soup and it was quite good i would definitely like mm -hmm. to try the beer soup as long as there's no dead cells in it from a previous person <laughs> It didn't come from the spa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spa, $50. Soup, a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Right. <Yeesh>. <laughs> uh, excuse me, waiter. There's a hair in my soup. <laughs> Ew. The guy before you, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, let's, let's transition into our fifth and final quirky fact about beer and alcohol jackie take us away beautiful this one's just a little bit of a shorter one but uh back when they were building the great pyramid of giza they would actually pay with a daily ration of beer to the uh the people the slaves more or less working on it so uh i always thought that was uh, kind of interesting uh you know whether or not other people would go out there working for beer some people would i'm sure <laughs> well, and i would work for beer if you want us to review uh, yeah. your beer, send them on over. We will do it. I bet you right now, if you go to a university campus and say, we're building a pyramid and we're going to give you a case of beer, they'd be all over yeah. this. Oh, I yeah. We, I think we could create new infrastructure by just paying college and university kids beer. I am at that point in my glass where I think it's time for le chug, as the French would say. Le chug. Le chug. All right, Ray, lay down the rules. All right. So I'm going to count one, two, three. I'm going to say go. We're going to throw these back. First person with the glass back to the table wins the chug. I got my money on Jackie beating Paul. <laughs> we all set? Let's try it. One, <laughs> yeah. two, three, go. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure that was like neck and neck. I think we tied. I, from my end, I totally saw the Jackie's glass go down before yours. So. Yeah, but you know what? From never mind. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if you you know what, I'll I'll give it to Jackie. I'm just gonna assume she beat me. Ah, uh, but uh, as a birthday present for this, my birthday coming up. Well, there you go. I get to win the check. So, Jackie, what are your second. final thoughts on this beer? Um, it's it's good. It goes down really smooth. Um, there's still enough of the beer flavor that it's definitely, you know, a solid beer. Um, it, it is a, it is very light for a strong beer. Um, I, I I like it. I definitely think I would take it again if someone gave one gave one to me. And if you could rate this thing out of five, what would it be? No, oh, I'll give it. I'll give it a four. I like it. I think it's pretty good. You know, I'm getting this. I don't know why. We're just getting this uh, feeling of deja vu. 
but <laughs> don't mind me. Ray, what what is your thoughts on this beer? Well, I I looked at this more than once at the liquor outlet here, um, and thought, no, not gonna do it. Um, no, I'm not a big brewed IPA fan. Um, I've had it uh, this style beer once before from somewhere else, and I wasn't a big fan of it. But I really enjoyed this one. Um, I like how light it is. I like how citrusy it is. I don't want to chug this one again. Um, I don't like the the. There's just something when you chug this. It's a great sipping beer. Uh, this is a this beer is a solid four for me. Um, I would buy it again. I'd put it in my fridge. Um, when I have friends over, I'm definitely gonna gonna say, hey, you got to try this. So, uh, yeah. refined full brewing, great job. I'm gonna say, <laughs> Zane, there's definitely a reason why you lost your freaking avocado bag. Um, <laughs> it's a, it, it is a light beer. It is smooth drinking. It's just that that citrus hops really lingers in my mouth. Uh, I'm not I'm not a big fan. Maybe if you like hops, maybe that's your thing. You might enjoy it. Myself as a light beer drinker, and if you just like light beers, not necessarily my cup of tea. Um, I'm probably gonna say this is a three and a half for me. Um, I'm not gonna stock it. Not gonna buy it. Would drink it. Okay, maybe possibly buy it again, but on a rare occasion. <laughs> um, but I would drink it. Uh, but it have to be a really hot day, and it have to be a really cold beer. So three and a half for me is my final call on Zane, who lost his avocado bag. And I hope, Zane, you find it. I hope. And there's no avocados in here. You know, I felt like I, a little deceived because once I looked in, I was like, you know what? Yeah, there, there's no avocado. Because Zane lost his avocado bag. That's why there's no avocados <gasps> oh, in there. Oh, my God. He was about to make his avocado brew. And this is what you got instead. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we decided to try this one. And um, I think we should look out for some more Refined Fool Brewing Company beers because um, it's pretty cool. So, Jackie, we want to thank you for being on our show as our Alconautic intern, or as you would like to call yourself, the Alconautic Intelligence Officer. Um, I think you did a fantastic job, guys um, or ladies. If you think Jackie did a great job, uh, put uh, some comments down below. Let us know how well she did. Um, maybe we can get her back on the show and she can bring us more quirky facts about beer and alcohol. So thank you once again, Jackie, for being on our show. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I've always been a fan, so I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. And maybe next time I'll be able to bring you some alcoholic food to go with the beer. Ooh. I am so in for alcoholic <laughs> food. Yes. <laughs> And with that being said, I am Paul. I'm Ray. And this is and Jackie. I'm Jackie. And we are the Alconauts. Cheers, all. Take care. <laughs>